This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, why am I finding this so nerve-wracking? It's really strange. Oh, my God. I could be wrong. But this is because you've not worn a bra for about 10 years. Is the one. Okay, I'm starting to feel a bit claustrophobic. When you think about it, it's how you physically feel in the way that you look. You have to forget the number. Hello and welcome to Hello Girls, the podcast wholly concerned with women's underwear. Because we believe that underwear is the foundation of everything. I'm Kate Finnegan. And I'm Emily Cronin. We're fashion journalists, and in this series, we rummage through the modern woman's underwear drawer to explore what we're wearing, why we're wearing it, where it came from, and what our underwear, humble or fancy, sexy or sensible, says about women today. Today, we're going bra fitting. I fit women that had been genuinely wearing the same bra for 10 years, and they'd say, I think it's time for a new one. What do you think? And I'm like, there's a hole in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. But I'm also interested to see whether there's any bra that I can put on that will feel as good as me not wearing one. I think that that's your size. Oh my God, that's really quite alarming. There's only one underwear-related experience that involves a weird blend of clinical remove, brisk cheerfulness, and, well, wizardry. Don't forget the measuring tape. So far in Hello Girls, we've explored two undergarments that became emblematic of their eras. The push-up bra and the thong. This week, we're bringing you something a little different. An emotional look at one of the strangest, most intimate experiences a woman can have with her underwear. We're talking bra fittings. Throughout the series, we've been asking you to send us your underwear anecdotes, and they've been quite revealing. The thing is about bra fittings is that they have always struck me as really bizarre because they operate between this weird world of like almost being medical because if you don't have the correct bra size then it can be really damaging for your back and for your body well they, they kind of could be fun because it's like underwear so you kind of expect sometimes to have like a glass of prosecco and to have like some fun with your girlies I've never been for a bra fitting in my life. I'm probably one of the one of those average people who are not really average who have worn a 34B their whole life, but are probably far from 
a 34B in reality. One of my friends went for a bra fitting once. We met up after work and she pulled this bra out of her bag and the cups were like the size of my head and we've got quite similar chests. So I think ever since that moment, I've thought, Jesus Christ, I'm never going to go for a bra fitting in case I walk out with a bra the size of my head. So keep those stories coming in. We want to hear about your underwear successes, disasters and life-changing moments. Tell us on Instagram or email, links in the show notes. Bra fittings. The only time in most women's lives when they'll stand in front of a stranger, topless, often in less than ideal overhead lighting conditions, and ask for close scrutiny and assistance in finding their perfect fit. A well-fitting bra can make all the difference in the world. Until you've had a professional fitting, sometimes that, you know, I can imagine that that sounds quite dramatic, but actually, for most women, it's something that you have to wake up and put on every single day. And, you know, so many women are living just in constant pain, discomfort. It doesn't make them feel good about themselves when they put it on in the morning. And those are all things that can be, if not eliminated, then seriously alleviated by a properly fitting bra. My name is Lucy Milligan. I'm the managing editor at The Gentlewoman magazine. And my party trick is I can bra fit people on site. And how did you learn this special talent? Before I worked in magazines, I was a bra fitter at Bravissimo, the high street underwear store. Uh, where I worked on and off for about three years. Bravissimo was kind of done through sight and through trying on a couple bras, looking at the fit of those sizes and styles and then making adjustments from there. Yeah, so um, they don't use measuring tapes, which I believe is quite unusual. So that sounds very mysterious. And when you don't know how to do it, you're looking at these women thinking, what can they see that I, <laughs> I I can't see? Very basically, you're looking at the back, you're looking at the cups and you're looking at the straps and how those components fit on the wearer. So it becomes obvious when, you know, the back is too tight or too loose, where you're getting spillage in the cups, where the straps aren't sitting right on the shoulders. Essentially, just through lots and lots of practice of seeing lots of different women come in with lots of different requests and, yeah, it's just practice. It, it, I mean, I wish there was uh, something more kind of mysterious to share, but just trial and error and, um, you know, also working with these amazing women that have been fitting bras for decades. Because it matters, right? It's important that you're wearing the right bra. Yeah, I, I don't think people always appreciate how much it does matter. And I, I fit women that had been genuinely wearing the same bra for 10 years by the time they came in, and it would be falling apart, and they'd say, I think it's time for a new one. What do you think? And I'm like, yeah, there's a hole in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, yeah, being able to empower women by... Obviously, we would be doing the fitting, but by explaining what you were doing throughout the process and kind of demystifying it as much as possible and saying, you know, this is a good shape for you because of this, or, you know, you were wearing this size, but actually I'm going to recommend this size. Yeah, it felt like 
not always, but in some extreme cases, that was quite like a life-changing moment for some of those um, women. And yeah, they hadn't appreciated how much of a difference a well-fitting bra could make. As a massage therapist of 14 years, I see plenty of women with upper back issues. I always ask them when their last bra fitting was, and invariably, it's kind of late teens, early 20s, and some of these women are in, in their early 30s through to their 40s, even early 50s, and they haven't had a bra fitting for like 20, 30 years. They've just gone up a bra size on their own. They've decided that that's the, the next size without actually having a proper fitting, and they wonder why they've got upper back problems. Most women have at least one memorable bra fitting experience. Kate, what's yours? Well, um, it, it wasn't so dramatic, but um, I didn't have a bra fitting until I was in my mid-20s, if you can believe that. Really? Yeah, and that was partly because I had really small boobs, still do, um, but I was very self-conscious about that when I was younger. And I was like, well, I don't really need to dress these babies up. I'll just kind of ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> I went for a bra fitting um, as a kind of work thing. It was a French brand, Simone Perel. And the bra fitter was really, really nice. And she showed me the kind of styles that worked for my shape. Um, and, and she kind of explained my boobs to me and also gave me some really nice bras. And I was like, oh, my God, I can have French boobs. <laughs> I love the idea of national boobs. So uh, how about you, Emily? I've had a few bra fittings. And I remember once going into a lingerie shop and just being shocked, like shocked, when this very stern, you know, no smiles allowed, ample bosomed woman who was fitting me told me that I needed to go down two band sizes and then up two cup sizes. Oh, my God, that's weird. But that's the strange thing about bra fitting and the whole system, system and speech marks behind it. Yeah, it's partly a function of how bra sizing works, isn't it? A D cup is not a size. It's not like D cup is not big. D cup is not small. A cup size is only, it relates to a band size. So a 32D is not the same volume of bust as a 38D. So that whole, that certain cup size is big or that certain cup size is small is, is just completely irrelevant. You need to have the band size as well. And that also ties in with sister sizing in bras as well. So if you are, I don't know, like that 36C that I used to wear, a 34D is the same cup size, the same volume in the cup, but the band is different. So you can, you can wear a slightly different size, but just put it on a tighter hook on the band and it will still sort of fit you. But yeah, my my one thing is I wish people wouldn't be like, oh yeah, she's definitely a D cup. D cup on its own doesn't mean anything. It needs to have that number as well. That was Lorraine Smith, the bra historian we met in episode one. Like her, you've probably read or heard the statistic that eight out of 10 women are wearing the wrong bra size. Or even more dramatically, that 90% of women are. We can't evaluate whether numbers like this are credible. But they're the kind of stats that you've probably seen in countless headlines. The ones that might actually make you book a bra fitting and buy a new bra. It's basic marketing. What better way to convince women that they need a new bra than to tell them their old bra is wrong? 
That revelation does make for a dramatic fitting room moment. I mean, I bought the bra. Of course you did. But it is true that bra size changes throughout a woman's life. Your boobs can fluctuate due to weight loss or weight gain, pregnancy, breastfeeding, surgery, menopause, all of which is why a lot of lingerie brands say that it's worth having a bra fitting every six months. But what if you've never been for a bra fitting? Because you just don't wear one. I stopped. I got loads of comments about it from other people, and then it kind of became my thing, so I couldn't go back, really, I what guess. What kind of comments? So, obviously, the boys initially would say, like, oh, you're burning your bra, like, that kind of stuff, really stupid. But then also would be staring at my boobs the whole time, so that was interesting. Other girls were, like, shocked and astounded that I was not wearing a bra because I guess it's not that done and has certain connotations maybe but mostly it was positive reactions and other friends would say like god i wish i didn't have to wear a bra and i'd say well you don't have to wear a bra that's clementina jackson a fashion editor who hasn't worn a bra for 10 years you may remember her from the thong episode last week if not go back and listen to that right after this So my no bra story begins at university in my first year. I think I was hungover, as I was most days. And I went down to the dining hall in this huge jumper and I just couldn't be bothered to put a bra on. And from then, essentially, I never put one back on again. I just realised how uncomfortable they are, how restrictive. I started getting really weirdly claustrophobic when I started wearing them again. And yeah, I just never looked back. Do you think that you were wearing a particularly bad bra? I don't think so. I did the classic turning 13 and running straight to M&S because I was so excited to finally wear a bra, even though I didn't have much to hold. I did have a few different types of bras, but I don't think they were that... I don't think they were bad. I think I just... The underwire, which was everywhere then, now obviously less so. I mean, that was just the bras I had, they all had underwires in them, whether they were soft cup or more padded. Obviously, I was 18 and only really cared about looking sexy to boys. So I did used to go to Anne Summers quite a lot and buy those ridiculous padded, very, very padded bras, even though I already had big boobs. So that was, you know an intense situation. Um, so yeah, I'm sure if I was only wearing sports bras, it might have been different. I am lucky in that my boobs are quite high up. So if I don't wear a bra, they are not down by my ankles, which is great. Maybe I would think differently about it if I had a different type of boob. You stopped wearing it kind of out of just, well, I, I want to go to breakfast, I don't want to put a bra on. Yeah. But then you were forced into a position of almost defending that choice. Yeah. So when did it become a decision not to restart? or And, and did it sort of accrue some feminist, I choose my choice-ness to it? I mean, yes, definitely. I was always a very stubborn person. So as soon as I started getting any comments, I was like, well, this is it now. I will not be returning. And this is going to be my personality. So we are sending you for a bra fitting soon. How are you feeling about that? I'm excited, but I'm also interested to see whether there's any bra that I can put on that will feel as good as me not wearing one. That is my aim. I definitely 
am very hesitant to go anywhere near an underwire or anything like that. I don't expect a miracle, but I'm also aware that I probably need to start wearing some form of contraption as I age. Why? Well, my boobs, even in the last couple of years, I just look at them, I'm like, you're not as high as you used to be. I had a good run of being like eight years, braless, like proud, looking cool. And now I'm seeing a sag. So this is actually a really good exercise for me to ease back in. But I would like something very comfortable Maybe mm, comfortable and sexy would be ideal. I think that's out there. I think it's out there for you. Yeah, I think. Well, let's hope we find it then. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. We sent Clemmy for a bra fitting with one of Marks and Spencer's top bra fitters, Sophie Skidmore. Here's how it went. So I'm at MS having my first bra fitting ever, actually, I think, but definitely my first in 10 years. Awesome. Okay, um, I'm Sophie and I'm a bra fitter here at MS. So, in terms of what you're looking for, if you were to buy a bra, would it be something underwired that you're looking for? I think no. Okay. Underwire really freaks me out, um, just because my memories of it are that it's really uncomfortable. But I'm sure there's been some good innovations since that have made it less uncomfortable. Um, I'd probably lean towards like a soft cup, also because my boobs are quite big, so I don't really need to add more. Um, and. Yeah, probably something quite like elasticy, but also I'm happy to try whatever. I'm happy to try an underwire if you think I should. Okay, so I mean, I've got a couple of options in mind already. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got a few things which are sort of like crop top type things with a little bit more structure than obviously what you've been wearing, yeah. but it'll still be quite comfortable for you. I might, just to sort of see how you feel, um, bring in something with an underwire, but it sounds like you want something that's non-padded. Yeah, I think so. But at the same time, I know this is a contradiction, but I would love to see something that's like a bit like sexy, like not extremely, but like if I'm going to wear a bra, I might as well go for it. That's what we've definitely got something that's a little bit sexy as well. (laughs) So if I could just ask you just to raise your top for me, because what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take my tape measure around your underband. Um, So let me just have a look. So I know you haven't worn a bra quite some time. Do you remember what sort of size you were beforehand? Um, either 32 or 34. Okay. But so, I have no idea about the cup because, yeah, they broke. That's grown. fine. So I think what I'm going to do is what I would normally do is go and get something from the shop floor and I'll just get you to pop it on and that'll give me a vague idea of where we need to go from there. All right, once I've sort of got the size, I'll bring you in a big selection for you to sort of try on and I'll talk you through the benefits of each one. 
Right, so what I've done is I've brought in a couple of sizes. Um, so I'm gonna, uh, there's one that I think that might fit you the best. I'm gonna get you to pop that one on. Um, so when you do that, I'm gonna step outside the room. Um, once you've got it on, I'll get you to pop it on the middle set of hooks. And then if you just give me a shout when it's on and we'll have a little look how it fits. So I think the 36G <gasps> is the one that I'm gonna suggest to try on at the moment. All oh right, I could be wrong but this is because you've not worn a bra for about 10 years for me to be able to get a little bit more of an accurate measurement. This is my guesstimate. All right, so if you pop it on the middle set of hooks for me, yeah. and then I'll come back in. Right, they just look so huge. It's making me feel like- They always I look a lot like, bigger on feel, the hangar, I promise. I feel like some busty gal. Awesome, right, let me just sort your straps out. Right, so. Band-wise, doesn't look too bad, actually. So I think that the band is definitely a 36. How's it feel? Yeah, it feels fine. Yeah, so what I'm looking for is that I can comfortably sort of pull it away with that amount of tension, and I can comfortably fit two fingers underneath the band, which I can. And the same with these straps. So we don't want them too tight, because that's when you start to sort of get all of the pressure in your neck and your shoulders and stuff. If you just spin to face me, so I can just have a look where the cups are sitting. Now, this is going to sound quite strange, but if I can get you to sort of lift the breast into the cup, trying to get this front panel to sit as flat against your chest as is humanly possible. Okay, a scooping situation. Yeah. Beautiful. So, what I'm looking for here is, like I said, this piece here sitting nice and flat against your chest there. And when I push this wire, it's not on any breast tissue, it's on your rib cage. If you just pop your arms up in the air for me, do you feel like it stays nice and still or is it riding up underneath? Yeah, it stays still. I think that that's your size, so the 36G. Oh my God, that's really quite alarming. But how, how do you feel in it? Did you want to pop your top on and have a little look at your silhouette in it and just sort of see if it changes anything? Why am I finding this so nerve-wracking? It's really strange. But it's quite a personal experience though, isn't it? I just think last time I actually put on a bra, I think I was a D or a double D. So that means I have grown quite a lot in a decade, which I'd like to be in denial about, but it's fine. How's it feel? Nice. Yeah. Yeah? Do you mean that? Yeah. It also looks nice, doesn't it? If you spin honest. around to see sort of this side, so you can see the side profile, how do you feel? Okay, I'm starting to feel a bit claustrophobic. In the bra? In the like, bra, in the not in the, the room. Wire. Yeah. Just like, I don't know why. Okay. But it is quite a big difference going from wearing something non-wired to wearing something with a wire. But in the choices of bras that I will bring you in a moment, we can try a couple of different things that obviously might make you feel slightly less claustrophobic. Okay, cool. How do you feel? I feel honestly depressed. Okay. Oh, it just makes me feel like fucking huge and bulky and grim. They just look so big. They do. It really freaks me out, but then they fit and then that freaks me out more, but we're all just gonna move on. So I'm fine. gonna tell my personal story. Yeah. So I did a very similar thing um, and I stopped wearing bras because I didn't think that I looked right. So I thought that, you know, I looked too big. Um, I actually wear a 32F, which doesn't sound huge, but big. for me, that was I thought that was quite massive. Yeah. So I started to wear sort of like sports bras that were too small so that I would compress myself yeah. because I didn't want to deal with it. Um, and then obviously I got this job and I realised I was really in the wrong size bra. And it took a while, mm. but eventually wearing something that I felt comfortable in has made me feel better about the rest of me. And it's, it's a big emotional thing because you see the letters and the numbers and you think, my God, it's huge. Yeah. But it's not. 
When you think about it, it's how you physically feel in the way that you look. You have to forget the number because that's not important. It's how you feel. Okay. It's a personal thing. Yeah. And it's okay to get upset because every single day I see people come in and I brow fit them and they get upset because it's emotional. It takes a while. But it's it's a common problem. Yeah. And it's it's a good thing to sort of speak up about because mm. loads of people feel like this. Yeah. And it's you don't have to apologize for being upset because it's how you feel. I think what I'm like le like thinking is I would like to just like try because cool. it does look better for like certain outfits. I've got a couple things... of things which I think you're gonna like a yeah. bit better than this. That reminds me of something Lucy shared in her interview. It's interesting. Sometimes purchasing a new bra can coincide with a life event or a life change. And that can be a whole spectrum of things. It, you know, it might be uh, someone who's recently given birth or is pregnant for the first time or breastfeeding. It might be someone that's had recently had surgery, had a mastectomy, is shopping for a new brand in those circumstances. Weight gain, weight loss. Women that haven't looked in a mirror in 10 years. You never know what's going to come through the door in terms of your next fitting. So I think it makes you very perceptive to what it is that that woman needs from that fitting. She might just want to get in and get out and want the sort of most practical solution possible. Uh, she might need a therapist. She might need a friend. She might need a cheerleader. She might need to feel sexy. I mean, you just, every fitting was different. I suppose the ones that stand out in my memory are the ones that, it's not unusual for, as you say, like a bra fitting appointment to become quite an emotional thing. But that goes for the bra fitter as well. You know, I can remember a handful of appointments where it was either a struggle to get there or it was just, a, you know, the intimacy of the situation was like a difficult thing for that person. And when you feel like you've made a breakthrough and you feel like that person is leaving the appointment feeling better about themselves and feeling kind of empowered in a way that maybe they didn't before then, yeah, that's definitely an emotional thing. If you've been fitted professionally and that's something that you're used to, then it's just an errand to run. But, um, you know, some people have to really build up the confidence to make that appointment in the first place. Some women come in, say, you know what, I am actually not ready today, I'm going to come back. And um, sometimes they do, and then, yeah, you, you just feel like, real progress has been made and hopefully going forward they won't be they won't feel that fear or that anxiety about booking the appointment in the first place Definitely feel less terrified at the prospect of wearing a bra, and I feel like with certain clothes, like I just actually saw the shape, just looks a lot better. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm gonna have to go away and try and incorporate them, and then see how I feel. Yeah. Because 
I'm still not 100% convinced just because I am a creature of habit, but otherwise I would definitely try them and I'm not as terrified of the underwire as I thought I'd be. Semi-converted, would you say? Semi-converted, yeah. Converted, but unsure of the future. Clemmy's okay, by the way. Don't worry, we checked in to see how she's feeling. I'm going to be honest, I have returned to not wearing a bra. There were some lovely options, but I just wasn't convinced that they were going to be more comfortable than wearing nothing. So that's what I'm going to do, and I shall continue until they start to sag so much that I have no choice. But it does go to show that bra fittings can be seriously emotional experiences. And I think that's something that a lot of people, maybe who've never gone through one, just would be surprised to hear. Well, I think it keeps a lot of people away. Um, now, now I don't mind them. I, you know, they're just something that I do um, when, when, I, when I need to. I also think it's really nice to, you know, go in and see what's new in bras. So I, I find it kind of quite exciting and a little bit of a ritual, which is so far removed from how I felt when I was younger. And it's a really nice thing to do now. It's also like a, a strangely intimate personal maintenance appointment. Like you get your teeth cleaning every six months. You know, you mm. go to the optician, get your bra fitting in. Bikini wax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but hopefully more than every six months if you're so inclined. But, you know, for a lot of people, they do delay the bra fitting until they absolutely have to go in because their bra is falling apart or they can't do it up anymore. And that is confronting. Yes, that can be quite confronting, like that coincidence of um, major life changes and having to like face up to your tits in the mirror. Like, yeah, it's like, where am I now in life? And it might not be a place that you want to look at. Exactly. But listeners, tell us, how do you feel about bra fittings? When did you last have one? What did you learn? And who does them best? We'd love to hear all about it. Get in touch. Social handles and emails are in the show notes. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hello Girls. Come back next week for a closer look at The Corset. Hello Girls was written and presented by Emily Cronin and Kate Finnegan. The producer was Kasia Tomashevich, with music and audio production by me, Jay Bailey. The lead producer is Anne-Marie Luff. The group editor is Andrew Harrison, with artwork by James Parrott. Hello Girls is a Podmasters production. 